Welcome to this message by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Bishop Edwin Ogo is a seasoned minister of the Word of God whose messages on Christian living, church building, and the work of the ministry are a great inspiration to ministers all over the world. He pastors the Mackinac Cathedral in Oyibi, where he ministers powerfully in various services, transforming lives and raising zealous church workers. You will experience the transformational force and power of God's word as he ministers passionately to you today. Be blessed as you listen. Oh, people need 
condition everywhere you will remember when you look at the pictures today and the pictures then you will know where God has brought us from and you remember to celebrate God hallelujah but how many of us are blessed that God has chosen you to bring to such a place we have been ministered to in many fantastic ways the dancing stars were fantastic we had a beautiful worship I'm excited you know just the past week my pastor taught me that when God sends his word to you it is because he wants to build something in your life it is a foundation he's laying and I'm excited that God just doesn't send his word he chooses who to send his word through he's careful to select who brings his word to you hallelujah and I remember last week saying that we are blessed to be in a place where Still bread does not exist. Yesterday's bread, you can't find. An hour ago bread, it's not here. There are people who say fresh bread, but when you break it, you realize that it's not fresh. But here, everything is fresh. That I'm, 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 I am so convinced that by the time the service, the sermon is coming to an end, something about your life would have been transformed not because a man spoke to you but because a fresh word has come to you this morning I'm excited that the man of God is in our midst, hallelujah oh you must be excited because something fantastic is happening to you my excitement is not because I am in church my excitement is because God's choices is about to minister to us. And this morning, if you are excited that you are in church, if you are excited that you are part of what God is doing, if you are ready to receive the word of God from this very anointed man of God, 
I'm praying that very soon you have the opportunity to travel in Accra. See, move from this branch to a branch. And on UD branch. And hear him teach. You will be jealous. You almost wish that you can pay so that people know that you know him. But because he's coming to us freely, it's almost like we are doing God a favor. This afternoon, we have God's choices in our midst. And I'm excited that he's not coming to us in his own wisdom. He's not bringing us his word. But he's bringing us God's mind for our lives. This week, something God wants to do in your life for you is about to be revealed to you. You are going to go deeper in your work with God because of the word that is coming. I'm excited that you are excited because I want us to take it up another octave. I want your shout to be louder. You can jump, you can run as we receive onto our international stage. The vessel that God has chosen to bless our life. The blessing of God in our midst. Our pastor, Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Church, you can make noise unto the Lord. happy to be in church God is speeding up a blessing in somebody's life 
I said God is speeding up a blessing in somebody's life. Somebody here, you would have married in four years' time. But because of today, your marriage will take place one and a half years from now. You will drive your car earlier than you would have driven. You will build a house earlier than you would have built. Are you aware that things delay? It won't happen to you. It won't happen to you. Any delay associated with you is cancelled. It's cancelled. Receive your blessings on time. Your blessings on time. Clap your hands for Jesus. your hands I want you to receive a blessing receive a blessing receive a blessing yes yes receive a blessing you can't walk about in life with just your shoes and dress and hair life also involves the supernatural supernatural receive a blessing May the Lord's light shine on you. Amen. May his goodness find you. Amen. May his blessing locate you. Yes. 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 Receive, a blessing. I receive a blessing. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Whoa, whoa, you may be seated. If you went to school past class 5 or class 6 I'm sure you'd have learned something called summary summarizing things let me show you a verse that summarizes life Deuteronomy 18 20, Deuteronomy 20, verse 19. The summary of life. When we summarize life, Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse 19, King James. It says, I call heaven and earth 
to record this day against you. When we mention heaven and earth, it means that two things are set before you. Life and death. Blessing and cursing. That's all. And you are advised to choose life. When the records are written about heaven and earth, we don't see university education. I said, when we write the records of the things that happen on earth, we don't see Prosec. We don't see Wesley girls. We don't see shoes. Listen carefully. We don't see wedding ring. Do you have a wedding ring? You have a wedding ring. Oh, you are married. When we talk about heaven and earth, listen carefully. The two, obviously, is life and death. You are either alive. How many of you are alive? Yes, you are either alive or you are dead. But apart from life and death, the two most powerful forces are blessings and cursings. Not boy and girl. Not white man and green man. Can I continue preaching? I feel I'm alone. I should speak. I should preach. I'm informing you today. We who are alive, because you are either on earth, you are either dead or alive. We who are alive, only two things matter. Whether you have a blessing on your life or there is a curse on your life. Unfortunately, many people think that they are born into cases. Or they are born into blessings. But it's not true.
You know there are blessings in families. And there are curses in families. Yeah. So if you are born into a family where the women don't marry, you may and and you end up not marrying. You may think that it's because you were born into a family where the women don't marry. That's why you are not married. That's not true. Hmm? There are families where every firstborn male is a drunkard, alcoholic. You want to go? So you can go. Yes. Those of you sitting down, listen to me carefully. Something has just happened. There are some families where if you prosper, they will bring you home. Is anybody here who knows such such film? Anybody who prosper, who, if you prosper now, they will bring you home. There's a room where they come to end their life on earth. So if you also prospered and they brought you home, you may easily think, oh, it's because you are in that family. That's why you were brought back home. It's not true. There are families where you notice that a lot of the boys there. I know a family where it's the women who take care of the men. A personal family. Like the men in the family, like this woman, this her brother, this her brother, and this her sister. You will notice that the men are not living any proper life. But the women are very hard working. So they take care of them and their children. The women. You see that a lot in Cape Coast. I'm a fancy. So if you are born in that family and you are a male and you don't do well in life, and your sister is taking care of you. You may, and, your, and, and your son. Both of you are living in her house. You may think that it's because you are in that family. That is why this is happening. It's not true. The Bible says that you choose. Whether you are blessed or you are cursed, it's not because of the family you are in. If you end up being blessed, it means that you chose blessings. (laughs) 
you can be in a family where the women don't marry, but you will marry because of choices you made. Like as I'm preaching now, somebody has chosen to get up. It's his choice. Now that choice will lead to consequences. We are Africans. There's light off everywhere. But it's not everywhere that when the lights go off, everybody's house, there's no light. The light can go off, but in somebody's life, house, there's light. Because you can decide that in, in a land where there's a curse of no light, in your house, you decide that there will be light there. So I'm telling you who are here today, don't leave yourself. Don't leave yourself and let the things just happen to you. Fight for something. Your father is poor. It doesn't mean you should be poor. No woman in your family has had a wedding. It doesn't mean that you should also leave yourself and not have a wedding. It's choices. And the biggest choice you will ever experience it's a choice God makes for you. He helps you by choosing something for you. The Bible says in Psalm 65 and verse 4, Blessed is the man. You start a life of blessings. When God chooses you. When God chooses you, it means that he has mercifully done something you should have done. If you are sitting here today, God chose you to be here. If you remember where you came from, there are people there who don't go to church. And I'm sure you yourself are not going to church. But he sent somebody. Did somebody call you to come here today? Or you came yourself? Can you see the person here? Who? The brother standing there. The one in the shirt. White shirt. Check, check. Oh, what's his name? You brought them. But why are you sitting there as if you were light pole? Can I tell you something? What's your name? Lydia. Can I tell you? What's your name? Lydia and Portia. You see, you are sitting in church. 
because you are sitting here a lot of bad things that should have happened to you will never happen now you should have come here you should have woken up and come here but God is merciful he knows you are weak he knows you can't so he sent somebody to choose for you what you should have chosen yourself we should choose God he doesn't need us God doesn't need us you need God I say listen to me God does not need you he God doesn't need you you are nothing you need God whether you perish whether life is okay some of you even where you stay in some countries it's animals who stay there but in Africa human beings stay there and God wants to bring you out of that place he wants to polish you do you have sisters or only brothers only one sister is she married she's younger than you you don't have any older sister do you have any older sister how many older sisters do you have seven beautiful seven older sisters plus you seven so six above you how many five above you and one behind you not so the five above you how many of them had had a wedding with wedding ring it doesn't happen I mean if she had two sisters or one sister it's fine it's fine that she's not married but she has five 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 not not one has had wedding with veil sorry no yes but you you will have your wedding is that Portia what God wants to do the whole earth is cursed because we are here sand sand we are like some animals with dust so because of the curse that's why we are here some are in the sun some but we are going to use money to change the curse and change this place you come here in four months time why God brought you here. It's animals who don't marry. They just give birth. birth. But human beings, 
Even God at the beginning, his first miracle was to make a wife. Wife, not a woman, a wife. So God is interested in a wife and a husband. So when you are in a family of five girls and nobody has had a wedding, it should tell you that there is a problem somewhere. That's why God has brought you here. Don't accept it. It's wrong. It's wrong to have five sisters. Nobody has had a wedding. Are they above 20 or they are below 20? I'm above 20. Yes. Is there anybody about 30 years? Yeah, our first one is 45 years. I will officiate your wedding. You, this girl, you. These four boys, one of them has a family member who smokes weed. We. Who is that? One of your family members smokes weed. Who is that? Is it you? It's you. Yes, stand up. Don't you think that you also should be smoking weed? Have you drank before? Have you smoked before? No. How old are you? Yes, you are very young. By 25 years, you this boy, you'll be smoking. You will meet somebody at age 22. Exactly 22. About four months after 22. You will start. Friend, friend, before you know it, you are smoking. It will even affect your education. God knows all these things. That is why he sent somebody to do for you what you should have done yourself. Who brought you here? This lady brought you. This girl, lady, she's like God in your life. She has only brought you here to taste God. You must move from tasting God to becoming a partaker. Do you have New Living Translation? I'll read New Living Translation to you. Sit down, let me read. First Peter chapter 2. Relax. Let the dust blow on you. So that when the dust stops, you will know that you have come from somewhere.
I'm reading something to you. New Living Translation. First Peter chapter 2. I'm talking to you today. Today is not preaching. Next week I'll preach. Today I'm talking. Verse 2 says, like newborn babies. You, you must crave, desire with strength, with energy, crave pure spiritual milk. You so that you will grow. Spiritual growth is not caused by God. There are things God does. Spiritually growing is not one of the things God does. You cause yourself to grow. Is Portia here? You must crave pure spiritual monk so that you will grow into a full experience of salvation. Cry out for this nourishment. Verse 3. Now that you have had a taste of the Lord's kindness. Now that you have tasted God's kindness, you must go on from the taste to now begin to go on a journey yourself. Now that you have had a taste, everybody starts. Listen to me carefully. Everybody begins by being a taster. Every time. Like, like, like the brother who got up. He came to taste. He feels that it's nonsense. He's gone. You have come to taste. But you are still sitting here. Everybody is brought around to taste. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. But when you finish tasting, you must take a decision that you know something. I've tasted this thing. I like it. In fact, I'll advise you to like it. You see, if I take you to Korea, they've got all types of food, small, 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 small things. Can you believe that I've been to Korea about five times? I've not eaten their things. Because I go to spend seven days, six days, and I go with my things. 
I go with my things. We call it backup. Even the original fails. It's a backup. I don't like it. I don't like it. I just don't like it. I can't my age be eating frogs and so Some people want it. They, they like it. I'm not that type. But if Bishop Dagwood Mills, who is our pastor, transfers me to Korea to live there for the rest of my life, I must like the food there. There's no backup. There's no backup you can have that will take you there for 10 years. Even if you travel with six suitcases of backup, it will end at a point. Where you are going to be permanently, where your blessing is permanently, you must desire, you must like the place. And you, even if you naturally feel that it's funny, change your taste and like it. This is not a place. By the way, I have been here for 40 years. This church, I've been here for 31 years. This particular church. 30. Yes, 30 years. 30 years. I've been around for a long time. Now, do you know the Bible is the most important book? Everything God says is true. When a Korean, Korea, Korean, tells me that kimchi is nice, I don't find it nice. It depends on the person. He says this. He was brought up with it. But when God says that something is nice, you better like it. And the Bible says that when you taste God, you will see that he is good. He is good enough for you to now decide to, co- to go deeper. Anybody who tastes God and doesn't enjoy God is being deceived by evil spirits. Because when you taste, you will see that God is good. Today, I want to tell you, boys, girls, everyone, make, make up your mind. Make up your mind that this is a good place for you. Why? Because God says it's a good place for you. You may think that because of what I'm going to preach, I, I went to town and brought Portia who has five sisters, so I can use her for preaching. I don't know her. But God is telling you that that we are sitting in, the big English word is, intractable cases. Things that you can't push away. That's how you are living your life. It's deep. But God wants to save you from that curse. He has saved him from that case. He has saved him from that case. 
Who here is 16 years? Is there anybody here who is 16 years? 16. You are 16? Oh, you are 16. Very handsome guy. Stand up. Nice guy. Wow. You are 16 now. Yeah. I was your age. I was exactly this, like, maybe he is taller. I was a bit shorter. But I was 16. Exactly. When a girl met me and brought me to church. Now, when she met me at 16 years, I was smoking one packet of cigarettes a day. Me. 14 years, 15 years. By 16, the girl met me. I was drinking gin in bottles. 16. Not tot. You drink gin in tots. Small glass. I was drinking it with a bottle. 16. When I say that It is you. It is you. Believe me, it is you. But a girl met me and took me to church just like this. 40 years ago. Actually, 39 years ago. It's the church I entered that broke the power of self destruction. I had friends friends I was destroying my life and when she brought me to the church and I tasted the church I said no this is good this is good I was not even in I was a, a form three I was not even passing my exams even three I was getting 20%. Because my mind was on other things. When I returned from vacation, it was vacation that I met the girl. I got born again. I became settled. From four, I was getting 80%, 90%, 95%. I'm a doctor. I'm a medical doctor. The same person. The boy that at, at age 16 was smoking and drinking. 40 years after, he's a medical doctor. Your life is going to change. I said, your life is going to change. That's what I'm saying. See, that's why the Bible says in Jeremiah 20 that choose. It's your choice. And God, God helps you to do what you should have done by choosing you first. It's just help because he, you see, right now, if I wasn't married and I wanted to marry, I would choose a girl. Maybe I'll choose Portia or I would choose what? Lydia to marry. Now, if I choose Lydia, it means that I need her. I choose Lydia. Lydia, be my wife. It means that I need you, Lydia, to marry me. And take care of me. I want to take care. What has to be together, Lydia? But when God chooses you, He doesn't need you. He's just helping you to do what you should have done. 
tell your neighbor, get serious. Tell your neighbor, be in charge. Be in charge. This is Bishop Edwin Ogo preaching. Stay tuned. Do you sense an urgency to pray? Is there a burden to wage war spiritually through intense intercession? Then join the online army on the Church in Your House Facebook page this and every Saturday at 4 a.m. Remember, the Facebook address is The Church in Your House with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. This and every Saturday dawn at 4 a.m. Every knee will bow to the power of prayer. This church, this particular church, it exists to remove anything that wants to destroy your life. Yes, yes. We are going to fight anything. We are going to, I'm telling you, look at me, we will fight your friends, we will fight your pornography, we will fight your enemies, we will fight your life, we will fight till you are a correct person, we will fight. We will not leave even one of you to the devil to eat. As soon as the service ends, we are going into our separate schools, lay schools. It's part of the fight. We are removing you. There's a girl here. A boy is sleeping with you right now. One of you from Porsche's road to the back. There's a boy sleeping with you right now. I shouldn't say it. Is it not true? Yes. Are you wait? If the boy has your key, we'll come and change your lock. We'll leave you. Lydia, we'll fight till you are our soloist in the church. Singing solo, you. I want to. I want to tell you. I want to tell you how you end in life. It's not going to be because you are an African, or there's a curse in your family. That nonsense. Stop that. You chose that life. Choose to be here. Blessings can be chosen. Is there? You can choose a blessing. It's your choice. Anybody you meet who presents himself, herself, as long as like you are helpless and things are happening around you, I don't know why it is happening. I, I, no, nobody is helpless. The things you want to do, you do it with power and energy. Another person is also going to urinate or whatever. He said in two years' time she's pregnant. Two years' time she's pregnant. I said she's pregnant, sorry. Two years' time she has a child. And the boy moves to Obwasi. To do what I'm saying. 
and you are in Accra. And that is what Satan wants. He wants to destroy you. He wants to kill you. He wants to steal from you. But God is giving you life. Today, I am promoting everyone here. From today, nobody here is going to be a taster. I am promoting you into a deeper Christian life. You are going to be a prayer warrior. You are going to have Christian friends. You are going to serve God. You are going to work for God. You are going to live for God. You are going to you are going to give your life to God. When we look into your life, we will see only Christianity, spiritual things. Satan will not have any part of your life. That's why today I want to talk to you for two minutes about some of the things you must partake of. Sit down. You can make a t-shirt and write behind it No more a taster And the front is I am a partaker And the back is No more a taster Make the t-shirt soon I'm happy you are back The right in front I am a partaker And the back no more a taster. Now, if you are here, it's my responsibility to teach you the things you must partake of. Number one, last week, I told you, you must be a partaker of Christ. Were you here last week? Have Christ. Don't just have church. The power to destroy the things that want to destroy you will not come from the church. In fact, it's dangerous to be in church without Christ. Because in church, we are very close. We are very close. The closeness. I mean, I saw the choir. choir those who sang today, stand up. Yes. Look at these beautiful girls. And only one boy is in it. If you turn left, soft skin. If you turn right, soft body. Behind you. Inside light, in front of you, only calves. Dangerous calves ahead. What hope does he have? If he doesn't have Christ, if you are in church, you better have Christ because you will destroy yourself. Be properly born again, who will lead you. To say the sinner's prayer and be properly born again. 
and will come to your house. And when we come to your house, the first meeting will lead you in, in the sinner's prayer again. Number two, you must be a partaker of the divine nature. Do you really believe, Sister Wake, that next week Sunday, I will come to church and see easy worship? Do you think, do you believe it, that I will come and see this on the screen? Do you believe that I will come to this church next Sunday and not have New Living Translation? Do you believe it? That you don't have the spirit of God in you. Number two. So, so if you are here, come. Are you, are you not disturbed? I'm very disturbed. So how are you coping? By the grace of God, the Holy Spirit is helping me. Sorry, sorry. So is that what? The Holy Spirit is helping me. So should I take you from the choir? No, please. It means you like what you are enjoying. Our music is for life. So you, you like this company? I love the choir. You love the choir or you love a girl in the choir? You love singing. Music is my life. Wouldn't you want to marry any of them? Sorry. Yes. Have you decided which one? No, here. So I should choose one of them for you. I should choose for you. There's no struggle here. Okay, after church. Bring, bring me three names. I'll choose one for you. Now, if you will sit down, I'll preach. Number two, you must become, you must take part in the divine nature of God. You see, as we are here, these pastors are standing, she's shouting, talking. We are not just some ordinary guys. Though. We are taking part in the nature of God. We are here with another nature. If we are here with the nature of the cat, with all these fishes around, we would have eaten all the fishes. It's another nature called the divine nature that we are using here. But originally, we are not like that. There's a cat nature in us. 
That's a what? A cat nature. Do you know a cat? If you put fish in a room with a cat, what will happen? Sorry. The cat will eat fish. The cat will eat the fish. So, for the cat not to eat the fish, it must have the nature of a rabbit or a bird. Of a herbivore. We are here not because we don't know there's fish around. But we, are, we now have a nature, a divine nature. That is why you must have that nature before you are made a shepherd here. Because the girls, if you are a boy, the girls are nice. Say divine nature. Because we are going to send you. As we are building this, that means you receive a call to go to town and go and buy something, a light, a bulb for us to put in the town. If you don't have the divine nature, you say the bulb is 15 CDs. Meanwhile, it is 8 CDs, 50 pesos. I shouldn't teach. It's the divine nature that you say, oh, it's 8 CDs, 50 pesos. Otherwise, you will be in church and go to hell. It's the divine nature. Because you see, when you meet Jesus, the reason why he will reject you is not because you are away or you are a houser. The reason is given in the Bible, he says that you were cursed of iniquity. You are sinful. I never knew you. Depart from me. So sin the practice of sin is what you what will remove you from Christ's presence permanently and eternally. So anything that makes you sin easily, any boy you meet who has got base, base, you, you fall. You are again, you are looking for seven packs. Because the normal anatomy is six. The seventh one below is not a good place to go. Anatomy is six. It's called rectus abdominis muscles. Anything below that isn't a good. It's not a good pack. And you are looking for seven packs. Where is the seventh? Ask your neighbor. Where is the seventh pack? Ask her. Where is it? But God is giving everybody here a divine nature. Divine. We are broke, but we see money. We won't steal it. I need money, but when you give me hundred cities, I'll take ten cities and pay tithes, even though. I need all the hundred. Divine nature. I'll pay tithes. Because of the divine nature. Not because I don't need money. No. The divine nature that makes us do outreaches. When we need time to rest at home. It's a divine nature 
Look, I have been trained. I, I can earn a lot of money. Especially on a Sunday. My training, if I enter a place with a pen to write reports, but now we don't even use pen. You enter it on a computer. Let the dust blow so you can have something to remember. Take pictures of the dust. When you are coming to church, don't wear makeup. The dust itself will give you a nice, smooth face. Don't wear makeup. By the time the service is ended, your face is nice and smooth. Lydia, natural. You are going to be happy in this church. You are going to be happy in this church. You know, we were somewhere, we have a, a church somewhere. We came to start this church because of you. I think we don't have a church. This one, I was wearing fugu. Batakari. It's not because we don't have a church. And the church we are in, there's no dust. Is that dust? Soon there'll be air conditioner there. And we are here, we are in the dust. We are here because of you. And God will bless you. And use you to also bless somebody. That's how it is. Say divine nature. Divine nature. It's a divine nature that makes you makes it possible for you to wake up at four o'clock and pray. The human nature, it will let you be a sleeper. Four o'clock, you have now changed gears. You have shifted your body and now remove the clothes. But the divine nature is a divine nature that makes you fast. Number three. To be a partaker means to be a partaker of spiritual things. Romans 15 verse 25. Romans 15 verse 25. Romans 15, 25. But now, I go unto Jerusalem to minister to the saints. For it has pleased them of Macedonia and Achaia to make a certain contribution for the poor saints which are at Jerusalem. It has pleased them verily. And the adeptus they are for if the Gentiles had been made partakers of their spiritual things. Have you seen it there? Partakers. Look at it. I'm teaching you what you should be taking part. First of all, that we, we must all be taking part in Christ. Part of Christ. If you don't have Christ, you have no business here. Number two is the divine nature. And now number three, be a partaker of spiritual things. You see us here. We are wearing shoes. 
You are wearing shirts. Nice hair. See nice cars outside there. These are physical things. Just a physical thing. Porsche's hair is physical. Lydia's curls is physical. You see Olivia's glasses. It's real. Physical glasses. You see her triangular earrings. What I mentioned, you say physical. Say triangular earrings. You see her wristwatch. You see, the, you see the nice phone? You see Porsche slippers? You see Florence's hair? Is it physical? Is it Uncle D's hat? So if you are not careful, you may think that we are just here with physical things. What you don't know is that we are also eating spiritual things. This lady whose hair is as if she's on fire. If you, you see, if I don't preach to you, you may think that she is like you. Who doesn't pray? She prays. She has read her Bible today. Now, you see, because when we meet like this, there's nothing physical, spiritual. I mean, we are physical, our shed, we are singing. We sing with our physical voices. Say, can you do a solo for us? The speakers will blow. Dancing stars. You saw them dancing? Say physical. So if you are here, and all your life is just the physical things we are doing here, you'll be deceived. If you are here, and all you are doing is dancing, singing, dressing, playing the keyboard, there's not much to this. Last Monday or Tuesday, one of Ghana's top, the unbeliever keyboardist, he is dead. Place with place with top, top, top musicians. He died. So if you are playing the keyboard, we smokers are playing the keyboard. But there are spiritual things. So that's why if you are here and you are not a partaker of the spiritual things, like what? Like reading our Bibles at home. It's a spiritual thing. Praying. 
for 20 minutes on your own. Praying for 30 minutes on your own. One hour on your own. Praying. Praying in tongues. Because when you are dancing, we don't see verses. We don't see praying in tongues. So if you are here and you are not a partaker of the spiritual, then you are a carnal person. Look at it. It has pleased them verily, and the adeptus they are. For the Gentiles have been made partakers of their spiritual things. Their duty is also to minister unto them in carnal things. So there are carnal ministrations. In the church. Give you biscuit. Give you chocolate. Have a drink. Or get some 50 Ghana. Physical. The dancing is kind of. It's a kind of ministration. Choir singing. Not much. But there is. It's an English word I want to introduce here because of the church we are in. The English word is assumption. Assumption. There is an assumption that as you are wearing your hair on fire, you have ministered, you are a partaker of the spiritual thing because you see, the assumption is that you are praying. My assumption is that you pay tithes. My assumption is that you are living a holy life now. My assumption is that you read your Bible. Sana, you, you are not a partaker of the spiritual things and you are here being, ministering just the canal. The church is not a place of only spiritual things. They are canal ministrations. We marry and go home to do carnal things. We give biscuits. One of these days, we'll, we'll, come, we'll come to church. We'll start our services in the morning in about two weeks' time. But one of the days, in the evening, we'll come and have kebab, barbecue here. Meat, meat is not spiritual. Meat is physical. But as we are eating the meat, the assumption is that you are praying. The assumption is that you are fasting. So if you are not a partaker of the spiritual things and you are just around doing carnal things, you are deceiving yourself. You are a dangerous person. When you come to church, did you pray today? Yes, you prayed. Who led the prayer? Hmm? You prayed. If all your prayer is the prayer this woman came to lead us to pray, then you, then you are a carnal person. A lot of the spiritual things you will do will be in secret. I mean, when you take your phone and you go to MTN Momo, 
and you send a tithe of 150 Ghana, nobody will see it. Most of the spiritual things are secret things. No one sees it. If you read your Bible this morning, before coming here, it's not written on your face. If you woke up to pray, if you fasted last week, if I fast, you know I'm fasting. That's why I'm saying that the spiritual things, they are assumptions. We assume that as we are together, you are doing something right. Because most of the things we do in the church when we meet physically are carnal things. You greet each other with a holy kiss. I pray for you that you are going to be a partaker of spiritual things. You pray at home. You join a group to pray. You join a group to do outreach. You win a soul. You fast. You pay tithes. That is what forms the foundation upon which we come here to dance. So if you are dancing, as I'm preaching here, if I don't pray, then I'm living a dangerous life. But the preaching I'm preaching is going to expose me to a lot of evils. And I must have strength to fight the evils that come. It's my prayer that from today you are going to enjoy. That's why the Bible says in 1 Peter 2 to that, desire it like it sincere milk of the word of God your desire I can't, I can't open your mouth just force you as I hold my hand force it open 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 don't say, hey, come on, guys, I pour the milk no you must desire it and go for it receive a desire receive a desire that desire will form the foundation for the things we are going to do. Number four, and I'm ending now. I'm ending now. Number four. To be a partaker means to become a partaker of the promises in Christ. Yes. Ephesians 3. Verse 4. Ephesians 3. Whereby, when you read, I'm taking it from the New American Standard Bible. Actually, I'm starting from verse 1. Because that's where we are ending. Ephesians 3. New American Standard Bible. For this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for the sake of you Gentiles, if indeed you have heard of the stewardship of God's grace, which was given to me for you, that by revelation that was made known to me, the mystery, as I wrote, 
before in brief. Verse 5. Which in other generations was not made known to the sons of men as it has now been revealed to his holy apostles. Verse 6. To be specific. That the Gentiles are fellow heirs and fellow members of the body and fellow partakers of the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. The Bible, the gospel, has got many promises. If you are here, are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? If you are here, can you see me? Don't let your life, don't live your life only on the promise of your uncle to take you to school. Don't live your life only on the promise of a boy to marry you. Say promises. I'm showing you how not to break your heart. There are promises in life that this job I'm doing, I'm going to get a salary. I will have this at the end of the month. I will have this one day. I want to advise you from today. Don't live your life on the promise of what your father has promised to leave you when he dies. There is also something called the promise in Christ. Jesus promises us and his promises are based on the things he's asked us to do. The same way people's promises are based on what you've done for them. He came to you, you were nice. That's why he said he will marry you. We also have promises. If you go out to win a soul, he says, and lo, I will be with you. It's a promise. I'll prefer you hold on to that promise than to hold on to your promise of somebody going to die and leave you a jeder, a jappadier. A bushy jappadier. There must be a promise of Christ that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. That's one. It, I mean, it keeps me more than the promise of somebody that he will give me a job. He said, I give you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions. It's a more powerful promise. Luke ten nineteen, To tread upon serpents and scorpions. It's more powerful. Power over evil spirits. It's more powerful than somebody's promise to give you a job. Because if you get the job, the evil spirits themselves can take the job from you. As we are here, 
as a church, we are enjoying the promises of Christ. And when you join yourself to us, you begin to enjoy the promises we are enjoying in the church. Before you came, can't you see that God is prospering us? Yes, can't you see that we are blessed? So I can't you see the cars that are there? Is yours one of them? Exactly. So when you join yourself, you have joined yourself to people who are enjoying promises of Christ. You also eat some. That's why I'll tell you, join well. This, you see, the promises of Christ are not for tasters. Tasters only see. Tasters only see. Partakers experience it physically in their lives. The blessings, the breakthroughs, the 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 the, 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 the strength God brings into your life. I want to say to all of us here. Each time you read your Bible and you see a promise, hold on to that promise. Because it will come to pass before a man's promise he has made to you. Partakers of his promise. He will take care of you. In fact, he is already taking care of you before a man's promise to take care of you. I can promise to take care of you, but what if I die? What if I die? That's why as you are, you are with me, you should already be having somebody who doesn't die. No, I mean it when I say I'll buy you a car. That I will rent a house for you. I mean it. But what if I die? What if I die? Or what if my high fever comes? That's why as you are with me, I hope that you already are holding Christ's promises. May you know Jesus. May you have his promises. May those promises keep you. May those promises keep you coming to church. Serving God. Oh yes, human beings will help you. Human beings help. God uses human beings. But you must make sure that before the human being, you already have Christ. But the best news is that we are asking you to join because we are partakers. God has blessed us. Our children are pastors. There's no wee smoker amongst us. If you join us, God will clean your life. How many of you want God to clean your life? There are promises we are enjoying already. The promises of prosperity. We are enjoying prosperity. This is, this is thousands of tens of thousands of dollars. Even as it is now. If we never do anything anymore to this building. Where we are already. It is somebody's dream. 
already this one somebody can die for this one join don't just taste some of you in your family nobody has built a house they only sleep in people's uncompleted houses and kiosks but through joining the church and being a partaker I'm telling you that you will buy land even if somebody yesterday he took his phone two days ago and showed me a almost completed nice house he said this is my house he said it's on a half plot I shook his hand half plot big house half plot you don't need even one plot those are the promises we are enjoying and I invite you I invite you I invite you. The first person to come to is to Jesus. And when you have Jesus, you join well the family of Christ he has put you in. And you join it well and become a partaker of his divine nature. An evil meant for you to destroy you. God will take it away. And leave only blessings with you. Don't be a taster. Be a partaker. Stand your feet. Lift your hands. As we close. Today. I want to invite someone. To come to Jesus. Every eye closed. He wants to bless you. He wants to give you a different life. A very different life from the life that is around you. He wants to bless you. And as every eye is closed today, you want to say, Pastor, I want to be born again. I want Jesus. I want Jesus. I want to have Jesus. I want to know him. I want him to be in my life. Pastor, pray for me. If you are here and he wants me to pray for you, to receive Jesus Christ. Lift your hand high above. Yes. Pastor, I want to receive Jesus. I want to be born again today. I want to start a new life today. Lift your hand high. A new life today. A new life today. Pastor, pastor, pray for me. I need Jesus. I want to start. My past is not good. I've done things I regret. God sent you to me here. He sent you. He sent you. My life must change. Today I'm choosing Jesus. Choosing Jesus. 
if your hand is up come to me here in front come. I belong to you want to join them, you can come. Everything I've ever known. Now I surrender. We are going to help you. You are now a part of this family. And Jesus going to change your life. It will change your life. It will change your life. Lift your two hands and pray after me. Say, Heavenly Father, I am tired of sinning. I'm dirty. Thank you for sending this church to me. I'm starting a new life. Oh Jesus. By your blood. Wash me. I want to start a new life. A new beginning. With you. As my master. As my savior. Oh God. From today. I will not fight against your will. I will choose you. I'll choose the people you send to me. I'll choose them as my friends. I'll choose your word. I'll choose the life you have given me. Today, I surrender to you. Take me, Lord. Use me, Lord. And make my life a new life. I declare today that I am born again. I declare today that I'm a new person. I'm going to start a new life. Desiring spiritual things. Desiring the right things. Oh God. Give me a solid foundation. To stand on. I thank you. For my life. Now everybody do this. Look at me. You do this. We are now going to warn Satan. Say Satan. Listen to me carefully. I don't belong to you again. I've met Jesus. He's my Lord. He's my master. He's my savior. From today, I won't follow you again. Satan, listen to me. You are wicked. I've turned away from you. I've given my life to Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for my salvation. Jesus name. Amen. God bless you. 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 Clap for them. 
Keep clapping. You see our pastor, the lady pastor who is waving a hand. Soon we are going to make a, cl- a, 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 a card, a placard. We write on it. Please follow me. That you follow her. So please follow her. They are going to teach you. They are going to help you. Lydia and Portia. Come for Lydia and Portia. Clap for Lydia and Portia. Let's welcome Reverend George to lead us to take the communion. was broken for you drink this is my blood which was shed for you whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood shall have eternal life for my flesh is meat indeed and my blood is drink indeed the cup of blessing which we bless is the communion of the blood of Christ. Hallelujah. Do we all have our the communion? The bread which we break. Does everybody have communion? Wonderful. I just want to read a, a scripture from John chapter 6 verse 50. The Bible says that this is the bread which cometh down from heaven that a man may eat thereof and not die. Amen. The bread we are about to eat this afternoon is not um, it's not just wafer or a piece of flour that was baked. Amen. But it is our faith that as we pray over it and as we eat, it becomes the very body of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. You know, the Bible says on the night that Jesus Christ died, he had supper with his disciples. And at table, he took bread and broke it and said, take it. This is my body. It is no longer bread. It is my body, which will be broken for you. May the body of Jesus Christ bring us life. May the body of Jesus Christ bring us health. May the body of Jesus Christ give us strength to overcome all our fights and all our weaknesses and all our secret battles the body of Jesus Christ and we eat it eat the blood oh when I see the blood I will pass over you mm-hmm. hallelujah the bible says that after the bread took a cup and he lifted the cup and he said take and drink this cup is a cup of my blood 
the blood of the new and everlasting covenant which shall be shed for the forgiveness of the sins of all men this is the cup that forgives us our sins by drinking this cup every sin that we have committed we are forgiven by drinking this cup every illness that could not be in the body of Jesus Christ we are delivered from it I feel the Lord telling me there's a person here you have sinned a certain sin for which the Lord has forgiven you but you have not been able to forgive yourself but because of this communion this cup that we drink today this afternoon the Lord is going to assure you of his forgiveness and bring peace into your heart blood of Jesus Christ. Let me drink. Let's pray. Father, thank you. Thank you for your blood that you shed on the cross. Thank you, Lord, that you let every drop of that precious blood drain from your body that it may reach even to us who are in Ghana far away from Calvary but that blood has found us and has saved us Father thank you that by the power of that blood we are redeemed we are bought we are purchased delivered from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light Father as we step out this week let the blood speak for us you said there are three things that speak on this earth Lord let that blood the blood of Jesus, the blood of the Son of God, speak for us as we go. Let it buy us favor. Let it buy us deliverance. Let it buy us goodness. Let it buy us things we cannot buy with money. And Father, because of the blood, we shall return to church, this same church, next week Sunday, to give you glory and to praise your name. All of us who have gathered here will be alive next week. None of us shall die this week because of the blood. We are saved and we are protected. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. And you may take your seats. We trust that you have been mightily blessed and affected by the word of God preached by Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Do join one of our lovely services from the Mackinac Cathedral near Valley View University, OUB, Accra, this and every weekend at 7.30pm on Saturdays as well as 7.30am and 12 noon on Sundays. Connect with Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo on Facebook Live Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and on your favorite podcast app. Thank you for joining us. God bless you.